0: You are listening to WERA ninety six point seven FM, Arlington, Virginia. This is your girl Yazzy speaks on another episode of Millennial Minds. We are here with Miss Carletta Hurt president of women in film and video and also she is a producer for i cam productions hi
1: carletta hi yes (laughs) welcome welcome thank you for having me thank you thank you thank you oh
0: definitely definitely so let's jump right in tell us tell us you know who you are and where you're from and uh how you made it over this way to dc and uh, and then we'll talk about women in film and video and iCam Productions.
1: Okay, awesome. Um, so uh, again, I'm, I'm my name is letter I am from Georgia originally. I've been in D.C. now. It'll be eight Georgia. years. Georgia, that's right, boo. Georgia on my mind. <laughs> been here for eight years in May. Um, okay. So I drove over the May fourth, 2010, drove up from Georgia to D.C. Um, really excited about being in a different place. I Why was. Why did
0: you leave? Why did you decide to? Leave um. So. Move?
1: Um. One of my mantras was, I'm going to be an award winning international producer. Yes. And I realized that I couldn't do that sitting in Atlanta and never experiencing anything else. Mm-hmm. So my friend was like, What about DC? And I was like, uh, I don't know a lot about DC, but she's like, It's close to New York mm-hmm. and it's still close to Georgia. So that was kind of in the middle. I was like, You know what? You're right. My only requirement was, Does it snow? She's like, No. <laughs> it, Thank you exactly. <laughs> so, I missed Snowmageddon, but I was okay. here for the blizzard and a couple. And so my first year here is snow, and I fell. I was I had to buy boots, I had to buy different kind of coats. It was yeah. a, it was a shock. Yeah, you and gotta also, prepare
0: for this winter. Yeah. So
1: I told her because she was in California at the time. I said you lied to me. <laughs> it snows. Not only does it snow, it snows every year in DC. Like they haven't missed a snow yet, <laughs> and it snows in March. Like, does, I was like, I don't understand why I'm sitting around here and it's almost spring and there's snow on the ground and it stays because in Georgia it snows and it goes away. Mm-hmm. A couple of days, it's gone. It's mm-hmm. melted the heat. Not around here. It's like, you know, a couple of weeks, yeah. it's still on the ground. It stays. Yeah. So, um, that's why I came. So I came to get closer to New York, but not want to be in New York. And I really was in the theater at the time. I really wanted to um, see as much theater as possible, different kinds of theater and really experience the full theater, um... Concept from start to finish, and I mm-hmm. felt like n- being in New York or close to New York, and even D.C. because D.C. has an amazing theater here as oh, well. Oh yes, definitely. And I knew a, a lot about the Atlanta theater at that point. So, come up, I probably saw in the first year and a half about eighty plays. I mean, just from are you serious? Yes, at, I was going at least three times a month to see shows, and I was going to New York. Were you paying
0: to go see? Not TV all shows? of them. No, okay. I, I was
1: very creative. I was writing for um, a blog. And I got free passes to see shows. So oh, I will take my sweet. Yes. It was a come up because <laughs> I didn't do any research on D.C.'s um, financial market. So it was a sticker shock when I realized that milk costs this much money. And then parking, you, it's and everywhere was parking. and crazy. It. Even, Parking is
0: at least $10, if not
1: $20 and I'm like, I don't, I don't or have, more. I had money saved, but of course, it doesn't stretch as far when you're thinking a Georgia budget versus a D.C. budget. So, yes, a lot of the plays were free. So I really got into that. And then about a year and a half into being here. And where did
0: all the different, like, did you go to different theaters here? Oh, yes. This? I
1: did Arena. I did Signature. I did Studio Theater. I did, did you Kennedy, um, too. I did Kennedy Center. Yes, I you saw... all over. Yes, I was blessed. Let me tell you. And then I was going to New York. I saw on Broadway, Off Broadway. I had what? a chance to see Tom Hanks when he did the... Um, I need newspaper. to write for this blog. They still well, it's, around? It's, no, they're not. And so, but it was really... I, that I was you, your time it right was there. <laughs> it just worked out to be i mean amazing and so my friends like we got tickets what you want to see you got tickets for this so i was like let me see if i can work out mm-hmm. interviewed some great people so i so I, I went and i either reviewed the show i don't really do like doing no reviews but i was like who's in the cast would be a good person for me to talk to so i did a lot of interviews I Did a lot of interviews met a lot of people and so um did that for like almost a year and then i got a job but i didn't get a job and 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 i'm my background is in education. I'm a school counselor by trade. But at the mm-hmm. time DC was a hiring counselor, so really? I was a temp mm-hmm. at the hospital, at Howard Hospital. Mm-hmm. And the funny part is the job I got at the hospital as a temp was the same job my mother had at the time in Georgia. Like it's the exact same department at the hospital. She'd been in the hospital for like forty some years, working in materials management. And here I am tipping in DC of all places at Howard University Hospital in a materials wow. management. It wow. was like it, Deja was, vu. it was. So did that, and I wound up join i joined women in film during this transition period, and then got involved in that and in, in the organization went to some events and finally got a job in counseling so fast forward it's my year two in d c well, actually the end of my first year in d c got a job in school counseling. I've been in the hospital for almost a year. Mm-hmm. I was working with image and working women working, not working but engaged with women in film and video and then about two years later. I get a phone call from one of the members that I knew, and she's like, do you think about running for the board? I said, a board of what? She's like, well, <laughs> women Film and video. I was like, you know, I had not. So you should think about it. And I was like, okay, I just got here. It doesn't matter. Because I had called her a while back saying, I really want to get more involved. I want to do more work. I'm really trying to get my producing hat back on. Mm-hmm. And she was like, go to some stuff. Like, meet some people. And then when she called me, that's the you know. beautiful
0: thing about the city. You could just kind of like do, you know, go to certain events and then you meet people and exactly. Boom, yeah.
1: <laughs> and and that's what it was. It was really about networking. And so she called me and was like, "You should, that, you want to get involved? This is how you do it." I said, "Okay." So I took her advice, joined the board, and this is my fourth year. And so I was voted president back in June of twenty seventeen. Yep. And it's been a very interesting, amazing journey being president. It's very different than being a regular board member. I'm sure. Um, I was VP of Programs before I became president. So I was on the executive committee. I was involved in a lot of conversations. But it's definitely a different role, different perspective than, you know, being an actual, just a, a, a member at large, You're just serving as a regular board member. So mm-hmm.
0: Now tell us more about what is Women in Film and Video and what, under what, um, you know, conglomerate company or agency or organization is it out of or, you know
1: Women in Film and Video is a non educational nonprofit mm-hmm. organization that started in nineteen seventy nine here in D C. Wow A group of women got together. So basically LA had started a chapter in I think nineteen seventy um five or seventy six, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And it was at the time women in media was not as prominent i mean we're not that prominent now but it was, it was a lot less and the jobs were scarce it was really a, a man's world mm-hmm. and they started to feel like we need to kind of come together you know unite and do mm-hmm. some things and work as a united front to help move things along and it spread so la did it and then atlanta was the second chapter and then wow and, so dc was a DC, trending yeah. one yes, we were a trend center, yes. <laughs> now we're individually operated but we're still affiliated you know mm-hmm. so the dc um organization started in 1979 September 10th 1979 is our official charter date and we were officially on paper and so we work to really provide members men and women we we, um, we love men to be a part of our organization because it's a it's a joint effort we're not right. about separating and we've been around since 1979 we it's an educational and professional development so we provide opportunities for our members to learn various things we just had a program on podcasting and then we have one coming up on web series because the media is changing. You know the landscape yes. is very different than it was in nineteen seventy nine. Oh yes, and so there are a lot more opportunities to get yourself in front of people, whether it's podcasting, web series, a regular, a traditional film, or a TV series on on, on network television, or even like Hulu and Amazon. They offer opportunities to get seen by individuals on a smaller screen on a regular basis. So we are just wanting to stay as innovative and creative as possible as an organization. So we give our members a little over, not quite a thousand members that we cover in the whole DMV area. So it's D.C., Maryland, and Virginia that we cover. Mm -hmm. And we just really work to make sure that we are bringing our members what they need to know when it comes to the industry as well as some training to help them advance their careers.
0: Wow, that's phenomenal. And then, like, who... who You know, tell us more about who is eligible and, like, who's a part of the program and... Oh, anybody can become a member.
1: Um, We don't... so we have different levels of membership, you know, of mm-hmm. course. So it's a, it's a it is a membership-based organization, and we have student members. So if you're a recent graduate, you can still be a student, considered a student, because we understand that transition time you need and money isn't Amen. you know <laughs> uh, coming at you. So we have you can get the student rate up until I think a year after you graduate. So mm-hmm. if you graduate last year, you can have another year to have the student rate just until you get your footing in the industry. We have, we have the um professional level which is just a basic person who's working in the industry like yourself and then we have executive level for those who've been in the industry 10 or more years meaning you know you're expecting a certain level you don't need entry-level classes anymore you're looking to get those higher level opportunities to talk to people and engage Mm -hmm. and then we have our corporate members where organizations who want to have multiple people be a part of the organization for um, greater visibility when it comes to doing certain things. And then we also engage those who are non-members. We have programs have a member rate and a non-member rate. So if you feel like, well, I'm not really in a position to pay for a full membership or I really just like this one program, come on, have fun. But we do encourage you to join us at some point. But Mm -hmm. we we, accept anyone that wants to come and participate in our programs.
0: Nice. Now, I'm curious, um, with women in film and video, do you all have partnerships with some of the local television and film uh, pr- uh, production, you know, studios. Mm-hmm. And the, all of the film
1: offices support us: the Maryland Film Office, the DC Film Office, and the Virginia Film Office. Okay. So we always looking, we're always looking for partnerships, opportunities to kind of collaborate and bring in special programs or just expose our members to various things. So one of the things we're really excited about is that we have two executive series coming up with. Catherine hand okay who's a producer of a wrinkle in time and what? yes and she's been she's a long time with member and we're really? so excited for her so proud of her she's been working in the industry for a long time is but she based here he yes is? she is and she'll be doing an event for us in, in next february what? and then we are excited because you know homeland the series is shooting in virginia mm-hmm. and the director um leslie glaffer okay is also going to be doing uh intimate chat with our um here in in the the arlington area so So our goal is really how can we bring the the prestige and knowledge base to our members here because there's a lot there's so much talent here in dc oh yeah Yeah. and we want to tell people you don't have to go to la or new york or even atlanta and i'm from georgia Uh but the talent is here and we really want to stress that we have everything those other places have to offer and we're just better, you
0: know. I love it. I, lo- I love <laughs> it. Yes, it's not like I need to. I need to get in. I need to. You join should. Up. I
1: encourage anyone. I said even if you're not sure, the um, opportunities just come to an event. You know, just find a, a few that you think might be interesting to you, and just come and just check it out. Because we always say that we we'll sh- let us show you the value we can bring to the table. Don't believe what we say. Come. Just come out. That's beautiful. And talk to our members. They'll tell you.
0: That's beautiful. And then what are some of the... Pro- I personally love um, the work that you've done with uh, the young high school students. Yes. Image um, makers. Are, yeah, image makers. It's so it's just... I, I mean, I love the fact that you all are cultivating them at mm-hmm. such a tender age, thinking about not only, okay, I'm going to record... And then I'm gonna edit mm-hmm. and then push it on out. Right. But like, you know, thinking about the strategy behind mm-hmm. it, and you know, what's the angle, and how are you gonna tell the story, and. In thirty seconds, sixty seconds, yes. and all—I mean, so Tough. tell us, tell us, oh yeah, but t- so tell us some about Image Makers, and you know,
1: so Image Makers is our youth outreach program. It's been a, this is our twentieth cycle, and it starts in February of twenty eighteen. Oh wow! We have a group of ten high school students coming in. It'll be our twentieth edition of Image wow. Makers. And do they have to apply? Yes, they apply. How it's, many? It's free like, though. This is it like
0: a whole lot. Of no. you usually get okay.
1: Um, we actually need to do a better job of that, but we have um. Everybody, everybody that applies at this point gets in. We don't discriminate. And it's free. And it's free. It's wow. free to apply, free to participate. Um, and the, the wonderful part about Image Makers is our community comes in and they are amazingly, they volunteer, they're patient, mm-hmm. they're understanding. We have a full crew that comes out and actually films for us for that day. And wow. they're volunteering. We just wow. feed them and say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, image makers is eight, six to eight weeks. Basically, they apply. We have an intro meeting, and we kind of jump right in from the from the very beginning. What's a PSA? What does it mean? We have a client interview at some point. They bring the client in because mm-hmm. it's a professional. You know, we're going to teach them how to right, actually. Which I
0: remember, yeah, that we did yep, when exactly. which was fun. That was fun. It was a first. It made me think like, hmm, what do we do exactly? Like, exactly. Hmm, what message
1: are we trying to send? And, it, and, that, and then we start writing, you know, and the writing process is probably our toughest process because we're trying to, you know, get the client's voice but also be creative and kind of think what will attract who, their audience. And then it's a short amount of time because we actually spend about two weeks writing, really throwing ourselves into it, and then we get the client to look at it and get some go, you know, some mm-hmm. And um, always, some they always do a PSA, right? It's always a PSA, okay. yeah. And then we spend one day to shoot. So whatever you whatever we write has to be able to be done in in, in a day, mm-hmm. you know? And so the planning part, they learned that as well. Like how do you plan a production? Reaching out and calling people, getting um talent releases, who's going to bring craft services, who's going to make sure that we have electricity, those type of things. Where, what location we're going to use. So we just been really fortunate the last two years that I've been a part of it, that we've been able to use locations that were free. The members, again, like I said, they the volunteer members are amazing. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm always the last two years, I'm like, you guys rock. Like mm-hmm. they come in and they're so patient with the students. They have questions about lighting, about sound, about the camera angles, and we tell them, this is your your project. You know, do you like that? Well, I don't know. Look at it. Look at the camera. You know, what do you think? You know, should we move it this way? And then we hit this dress at the um dress the set you know for your psa It was in a, a college dormitory room or a I room and we it. had to look at continuity mm-hmm. and it was like, oh my god we didn't have that poster up the whole time but what we had to go back so it's but they learned a lot and, w- and one of our um olivia she's currently she just graduated from she was at duke ellington and she graduated in 2016 okay. and she did a gap year where she traveled and she because she found out that she really loves filmmaking and so she spent a year traveling with some exchange program going overseas. Yep, and she's working on her her first documentary. So she's like one of wow. our poster childs. Wow. Yes, that is phenomenal. It is amazing. So I'll be so excited when she actually completes it because I'm going to definitely tell everybody to check it out. Oh my! And her name again? Olivia. Olivia.
0: Olivia. Oh yes, Olivia. Yes, I
1: remember her. Yes. So yes, that was the cycle you came in, mm-hmm. and so we we like the fact that we're just planting seeds in our current last year 2017 cycle. Cameron got into um, Syracuse and she's going to go to that film program oh my goodness this is amazing yes so we're just really excited because we know the program does help you know we've been really fortunate that we've been able to do this for the 20th time you know at no cost to our participants our members Mm -hmm. volunteer so we're always looking for funding so if anyone wants to donate feel free Mm -hmm. but yeah Image (laughs) Makers is one of our flagship youth outreach programs and we're just very excited to have it you know, stay around this long, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah.
0: Wow. And and you, so you just now became, you became the president in, in July, July, July 26th. 17th. How long is
1: that term? It's a one or two year term. Okay. You know, it depends. There is no term limit to be oh, president, okay. but there is a term limit on the board. And so I'm currently, because we are coming close to our 40th anniversary, which is in 2019, I'm hoping to kind of stay around at least to get that going because we're so excited turning 40 we are going all out so I if you're not it. a member you should join now because the okay. non-member rate when we hit 40 it's, gonna it's gonna go be, up it, but not go up per oh. se but there'll be some members only opportunities during that 40th year anniversary okay. celebration because we really want to focus on those who supported us mm-hmm. those who've been with us and really encourage people to join now mm-hmm. because it's about to get really exciting like I said we got a wrinkle in time. We have homeland. Yeah, that's exciting. I want and to come in the next to thirty that. days. To to that, you should definitely so. come. And then <laughs> we are having some other opportunities to bring people in town. And also, there's a lot of people here in D.C. and Maryland, Virginia that you don't know about who've done some amazing work. So we're gonna do some unveiling and oh exposing gosh, of them as well. This it's is amazing. The talent here again is deep, and people wow. have to understand that L.A. is glitzy and glamorous. New York is like everybody's in New York is fast paced, mm-hmm. but the talent in D.C can stand up to any talent. Oh, I believe In that In New York For LA sure. and, and again. Atlanta Our creative well. minds are like yes. no other.
0: Definitely. So That's yeah. exciting. it's exciting. Yeah. So tell us, Icam Productions. What is Icam Productions?
1: So Icam Productions is my production company. I started it when I was working at Public Access in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I was running the Youth Channel. And that was our youth outreach. It was a um, national How campaign. long have you been
0: living? You sound like you've been, <laughs> like you've been doing so many
1: things. Girl. <laughs> you know, I just look young. <laughs> you but do. I, but I started young also. I was I was really quickly, my intro into filmmaking, I was mm-hmm. um, dating someone in, in Atlanta and he was always talking about his brother, who's this amazing, you know, filmmaker. He's all these big projects. I'm like, no, he doesn't. Plus, I didn't like his brother anyway. So I, he was always just talking about him, talking about him. I'm like, you know what? Show up. Like, I'm, I'm so good, tired of hearing what he's done. He's never here. So fast forward, he's like, guess what? Mm-hmm. He's going to be in town because a production he's working on mm-hmm. with Denzel Washington mm-hmm. is going to be shooting in Atlanta. Yeah, right. <laughs> so... I was, like, harassing myself. If he's so big and bad, get me on set, okay? If he's this big-time film person, right. get me on set. There you set. go. Uh-huh. So he calls me one night. His brother calls me. His name is Parrish. He's like, here, call this lady. Tell her I told you to call. And keep calling till you get her. Okay. <laughs> So fast forward, I I was a casting PA on Remember the Titans. Wow. And it was my first time ever being on set. So I kind of finagled my way like, yeah, sure, I've done production work. Yeah, of course. um." (laughs) Oh, we worked on some shorts back in school, you know, like, (laughs) so. But I get on set and I am like overwhelmed at everything it takes to put on a production. Like I never knew. Until that moment, how many pieces come together to make a, a, a film happen? And so I, I love process. I've always loved process. I love taking something and putting it together. That's why I think producing kind of gravitated towards my spirit. So that was my first production. I did not Remember the Titans. I did Drumline. I did Fighting Temptations. Are you serious? I did Road Trip. What? It was a domino effect. And I realized... What? Fighting d- <laughs> Temptations the Drumline yes. and Road
0: Trip? Like, what? Oh, my goodness. And
1: actually, my first credit was on Drumline. Like, the one you... If you go... And actually, my first credit was on Fighting Temptations. But I was... One thing about filmmaking is the cruelest And if you make the final crew list, it's a big deal. Because that goes in somebody's record somewhere. So, if you say, oh, yeah... I work with Yasmin Arrington on this project. Oh, did you go to the final crew list? Oh, okay, she was on there, and it was because people also use it for referrals. Like, oh, do you have the crew list from that show? I really want to call some folks who were on it, and that's really how I got. Uh-huh. And that was a big deal. And so, um, the young lady who um put my name on the list, um, Robin is it Robin or Robbie? I think it's Robin. I'm so sorry, I forgot your name. <laughs> but anyway. So that was like a big deal, you know. Okay. And that was so I did Temptation. I mean, remember the Titans, and then I did Road Trip, and I wound up going to Drumline because it was all kind of like around the same time, and it just right. it just kind of like early two thousands. Yeah, like that. no, we kind of just rolled into stuff, you know, rolled into other opportunities. Again, I was just blessed. And so that's how I got into filmmaking, loving process. So anyway, so I can't put in so fast wow, that's forward. That's
0: such a great story. Yeah,
1: I mean, and I didn't see Remember the Titans for a whole year after it came out. I just, I was too, I was doing so much other stuff and just running around, living my life. <laughs> and then I remember watching it and just crying because I remember like certain parts, like, you know, because you're on set, you just see pieces of something being filmed. It's mm-hmm. not in order. It's mm-hmm. all, it's like juxtaposed. And to sit back and say, oh my God, I was, I remember that. Or, oh, oh my God that looks so like, much better than I thought it was going to turn out. You know, it's like, this is really kind of cool. The magic of
0: production. Exactly. Editing.
1: editing is, um, editors make a lot of money for a reason. I believe okay? it. Because they get the, they have to really tell the story with whatever you have, you know. So I started, I can productions when I was at people TV in Atlanta, because I was producing all of these shows. And somebody kept saying, well, who's the production company? And I was like, oh, it's people TV. They said, well, you know, it's, you should probably put yourself in there somewhere, Carletta. I was like, you think so? they were like, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I want to win an award for one of the shows. I mean, we did everything from the wow. NBA All Star Game to plays to um the art. We did everything, and it was wow. just a wonderful opportunity. And I always sent my kids. I was like, I didn't even go to the All Star Game. We only had they gave us two passes. I sent one of my producers, mm-hmm. and they're both students, and one of my young um reporters and he was like so I wish I remember his name because his father was like it was a picture of him interviewing Shaq and I wish I had the video and because Shaq he was maybe in like I don't know the fifth or sixth grade Aww. so he's short <laughs> and you see him with the microphone and then he reaches up and the camera is following and at one point Shaq picks him up and it's like let's just talk it was I love hilarious it. <laughs> because it, I was like I want to tell my priest, why would you do that? She said, well, when, he was available. And we just ran over to get him real quick and it was like, on the spot. That's so so cool. I'm, I'm glad he improvised and picked him up and was like, let's just, because it was like, you see him talking? The oh, that must up. have been hilarious. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, we did the Trumpet Awards. We did we did so much stuff. Wow. And my students, and you learned though, too. It's funny. I say Trumpet Awards because the first year we did it was Pala Bells. It was, was Destiny Show. whole bunch of people, no audio. So, I, when you asked me about headphones, when I first came in, oh, it's all doesn't matter. And I remember it. We didn't have headphones, so we couldn't check the audio, but it was Uh-oh. so much happening. We were so excited oh, to be no. there. And we getting all kinds of interviews, talking to everybody oh, you can no. think of. And we get to the editing room. There's no audio. That
0: is the worst. And we were like, well, wait a
1: minute. Let's, we we're trying, pushing buttons, bringing in the tech. He's like, I don't think your audio was, I don't see any levels. What do you mean? I mean, none. Zero. He said, "What you could do is just put like a nice music bed underneath." I said, "We're not even going to use it. We didn't even use it. We just we just trashed the whole show.
0: Cause I, that's how I sorry. I mean,
1: we were there for two hours shooting. I mean, we got, everybody stopped because we had kids on the red carpet with our little thing. Oh, who, who are you? What are you
0: doing? Oh no, and no Nothing. audio. That is so painful. That's like that's two hours. I've of my seen life, it. I, I remember at Elon. Like yeah, for real. Like I remember at Elon. Um, some of the um." strategic communications or journalists, broadcast majors, you know, they would do mm-hmm. their projects for class, but that has happened yes. before. I've seen it where they recorded and then they played back and it was like nothing. nothing. So yeah, definitely. It's,
1: it's, That's the ooh. worst feeling ever. And you're just like, really? Like, <laughs> and I was there. So I couldn't say, Oh my God, why are you? I was there. I was with them oh, setting gosh. up and we forgot the headphones. I said, oh, we should be okay. Check the levels. He like, "Okay, I see them. Okay, great. We're just gonna run with it, oh, no. girl. Nothing got recorded audio-wise. <laughs> I said we're just holding the microphone just to be holding it because there was nothing going on. <laughs> oh, we could not had it. I mean, I was just crushed because she talked to so many people, right? Okay. And none of it was recorded. Oh my goodness, zero. Oof. It's a donut hole. So I can productions. I did that. I did a couple of um. So you,
0: that's your. That's you mine. Yeah, that, I, I, right. Yeah. And, and it, I noticed that it seems like." With some, like, public access stations or other, you know, any, like, big con- film type of production mm-hmm. offices or whatever, like, seems like they contract people sometimes. Like, contract um,
1: cameramen, contract um, um, producers, or no. Not, well, not for me. People see, I worked I was actually an employee. I was a part-time employee. Oh, okay, and okay. they hired me to do the youth channel. And so... My, well, but I'm saying, I,
0: like, now the trend is... They might not necessarily be if... Like, they might be an employee, but they... they I don't know. Maybe they're not contracting that person's production company. Mm-hmm. But I noticed that a lot of, of those, like, cameramen and editors, mm-hmm. that they have their own...
1: Oh, you have to. You know? Yeah, I think that the trend is... Even back then, like, I remember Jay, who's name I can remember, he had a, a hip-hop show that mm-hmm. he did for... He worked for People TV, but he had his own show. And he was, like, a producer... Um, host, and he would go out and... Do, I mean, Usher came. This is before Usher got big. It's like, you know, you think about all these people who came through, and he did stuff on the side. So he would produce shows, his own show, then he help others produce their show. Um, and I've seen, like, even at DC TV where um, I've done work for, the guy I know who doesn't work there anymore, he would do camera work outside mm. of his own production company. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a trend now, but in general, when you work in this industry... You have to be able to multi-tax, meaning like when my job is over, quote unquote, I need to find another way to make some money, mm. find another way to bring in some income and also just get yourself out there. Right, right, You know, that's, right. that's more of it than anything, mm-hmm. because that's one thing about women in film and video. Also, we have a lot of independent contractors who are just working as entrepreneurs, building their own career, building their own you know name in the industry. So with ICANN Productions, I've been blessed that I've been doing film and theater and some television so the idea behind I so i came is really about i wanted to have programming that my family and my nieces and nephews could watch something i'd be proud of they would be proud of so i is isaiah keenan armani and maya at the time i had four nieces and nephews i have seven now but Aww. that's it was it's really about creating a legacy of quality productions that say something you yes, know yeah.
0: All right, well, Carletta, this was great. We're going to have to continue the conversation. But really quickly, tell us where we can find you on social media and also um, Women in Film and Video and ICANN Productions.
1: Thank you. So I am, everything is Carletta Hurt. So Twitter is Carletta Hurt. If you want to find me on Instagram, I'm not as photo opportunity as I would like, but it's Prod. Mm-hmm. I'm also at Prod on Twitter. If you're interested, um ICamp Productions.com is our website. That's I as an ice, K as an kite, A as an apple, M is in Mary Productions with an s.com Feel free to hit me up there. And then my personal website is hurt.com If you're interested in women in film and video, I encourage you to check us out. We're wifv as in video.org. WIF.org. And we are always looking for amazing individuals to come join us and make the industry and the DMV popping. Thank you,
0: Carletta. Thank you, Jazz.
1: <laughs> I appreciate it.
0: Definitely. You are listening to WERA 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. This is Yazzie Speaks on Millennial Minds. Till next time, peace.